0: Hello everyone, and welcome to uh, another episode of the Perfect Parenting Podcast. Uh, we're here on a very sunny, bright blue sky day, and I think we're yeah we're in autumn, heading into winter. Uh, Rob, good day.
1: You know my favourite stew. I love this time of year, and uh, hope that it lasts. You know a little bit longer than I, I fear it will.
0: Yeah, it is. It is a beautiful time of year. The stillness and the clear days and the moderate temperatures it really is beautiful and then the cold comes
1: it does indeed
0: (laughs) uh rob the one thing that that came up and we we were having a a little chuckle about some things and laugh about it just now but the one thing that did come up for me in the last one was that question i asked you which was around you know you're in a shopping center and your child has these these big emotions and i think i like to think that i'm similar to many others but that that you often feel uncertain Um, as a parent you feel like you see on the one hand you see a parent allowing their child's emotions to kind of just play out in the biggest reactions and on the other hand you see someone getting very cross over there you know with their child um, and and you feel then, so what like what what do you do (laughs) what is the right way what is the the best way
1: that's right that's right and I, i i'm aware that it can be tricky and very much situation specific still though i think That if we have the framework in mind that I'm suggesting, then we should be more or less moving along in the right way. To recap, Stu, the the framework goes like this. Step one, understanding. Step two, containing. And step three, I didn't say this last time, but it's around going forward with wisdom, going forward well. um, And helping our children learn what to do with difficulty emotions, which I think is absolutely crucial. Now, in the heat of the moment, there you are in the shopping mall, you've got all kinds of, you know, uh, people, uh, public looking at you, people scrutinizing your actions, each with their own opinions on exactly what you should be doing. So it's tough because (laughs) we don't want to look like, you know, that parent doing a bad job. But I think that maybe it's fair to say that we can make a mistake on the one hand of allowing emotions to simply dominate. So we so respect What our children feel, that somehow they get the idea that their emotions lead. I think that's a really bad idea. Emotions are powerful, important parts of us, but they're not good leaders of us. We do stupid things when our emotions are are the boss. So I don't like that way of going about things. Um, then the other mistake we can make, I guess, is to be too domineering, too harsh as parents where, you know, we say to children, you know, you've got to behave in this certain way, otherwise I'm going to come down on you hard. Um, and the the risk there would be that our children don't have much scope or opportunity to learn about their emotions because really what they're doing is they, they, they're following us. They're scared of making us angry. So in a weird sort of way, our emotions lead. It's about keeping dad happy and making sure he doesn't get angry, which is also problematic and shuts down growth in the ways that I would want for families. So for me, following the three-step framework, yes, and it is important our children will and are allowed to feel what they feel. And we want to help them be smart about that and to respect and understand and listen to how they feel. It's a part of their voice. Having said that though, we also expect them to learn how to contain those emotions, because if they can't contain those emotions, then they can't move forward socially. You know, they're in a, in a funk, they're in the red zone, and unplayable really, and I mean you might have seen, every now and again I see adults who are emotionally out of control. It's not pretty. They really, really can cause chaos for others and for themselves.
0: I mean, Rob. I think you might be speaking for yourself at this point. <laughs> I've seen you out of control a couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> uh, quietly uh, there, Stu. I'm just kidding, Rob. And um, the word that 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 springs out for me though um, is growth. And I know we, you know, we spoke before we even started uh, the podcast, and and have spoken throughout. But you know, is that the goal, Rob? Is is the growth for us? And for our kids and so we uh, you know is that what parents are, are aiming at
1: even if we're not aiming that doing parenting accepting the mandate of parenting will involve both of those the only way to not grow as a parent is to kind of step you know step back to be disinvested but as soon as we're in as soon as that attachment and that bond becomes a priority well then in as much as our children will grow we will grow as well because it's a dance that involves you know both of us so yes
0: so uh, you know and i think that for me certainly in, in in a leadership position as well growth is the thing that um that i'm aiming at for myself and and certainly for the the team that i'm attempting to lead so to just go back you know the because I think this relates to leadership as well as I I heard you speaking so just to go back to you know the the one option is to um, is to just allow things to go go ballistic the other option is is to domineer and then it's all about making me you know everyone I have to be happy and then everyone kind of does it the way that I'm I'm wanting it done it just makes a lot of sense for everything in life almost uh, that those two ways are just are never going to actually allow people to take the steps that I would think that they were meant to take in their life. You know, the 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 growth that they meant to have. Does that make sense to you?
1: It Does, and I think this is the thing: is that the human, you know, or the, or, or human relatedness uh, cuts across society. It's 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 all around us, and within the home, what we're doing. I mean, the home is a, a significant socializing space. The home is the space where kids learn how to. Kind of be themselves or relate to themselves and to others, and so it is going to be something that's absolutely replicated in in all other aspects of of, of social life.
0: Thanks, Rob. I'm sorry I, I jumped in there, but um it just just made so much sense to me, I, and I cut you off. <laughs> you were you were you were heading in in um, explaining the three different steps, and I think the third
1: one was well, it's about going forward with wisdom, but before jumping into that. I mean, it's not that you cut me off. It's just to say that why I like this model is that it does prepare us for life. So it should point to real life or, or adult uh, uh, situations, you know, outside of the home. It should point to leadership within the organization, self-leadership and leading others. If it doesn't match real life, then, you know, this there, there's a problem. And that's why I don't like um, letting kids simply act out you know so they're upset now the world must stop unfortunately it doesn't it has a knack of of you know carrying on rotating so we've got to prepare our kids for the world out there which won't appreciate um, a child that is out of control emotionally so we must help them to come back to step three to go forward with wisdom so we listen to how they feel we understand them as best we can and if we listen to all the aspects of how they feel about any given situation then we've got a full take on the kind of guidance that they need um, around various aspects it gives us information for going forward and uh, but we want to go forward according to relational values according to what's good in the world we want our children to take a difficult situation and learn how to make it good Um, And that's really what I'm looking for. So step three is an important, a very important step. It is when the parent starts to say, I think that this is something that you, you need to do. Or this is something you need to do. This is what must happen. Or this is how I think you can solve that problem. So it involves really thinking about the world and doing the right thing.
0: And would you say as the children get older, it also involves developing creativity? Uh, in your child to be creative with, with what's coming at them. You
1: know, I love that word creativity, and, and I always think of it in the broadest sense. It's about taking what is and making something with that. So difficult circumstances, tough situations, um, collegial struggles, struggles within the home, staying creative for me, um, I think is 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 so important particularly during this time of COVID, is to try and stay creative, to take what is and to do things, to initiate things that we wouldn't have thought of before. So in a weird way, as I've, as I've said before, it's kind of an opportunity to do stuff that we haven't said, be, haven't done before. Um, and, and I like that.
0: It reminds me of a friend of mine who um, didn't have a great family life growing up. The thing that I, I was always amazed at is, is that he was able to take that though and be creative with it and say, well, that's exactly what I don't, you know, here are the things that I don't want to be, you know, not in an aggressive or reactive way, but just in a way of saying, Hey, I've learned what family life isn't meant to be. And I want to be this way. I wonder whether that's also something that we can impart in our kids is that, you know, you talk about that story of those, those two girls fighting, you know, the one coming across and giving the other one, a, you know, a fist, and actually, you know, possibly once you've understood those emotions, Emily's understood those emotions, uh, she can then uh, sort of say, "Well, actually, I don't want to be like that. That isn't who I want to be, um, because my my value is actually kindness. Uh, and so, even though I have these this anger and this frustration inside of me, I want to step back from it, and I want to still be kind. Does that make sense to you, Rob?
1: It absolutely does. I mean, I think what we do is we point our children to the kinds of values, the, the relational um, attributes or ethics that we're wanting to uphold, the things that we believe in, the ways of loving one another. And of course, we point to those. It's not like we always represent them because there'll be those days when, you know, we don't, we, we do it badly ourselves. But the idea would be, this is what we are about as the family. This is what we're striving for. And what would it look like in that little girl's world? How could she join us in the struggle? So it's not so much a thing of, you must get this done because we haven't got it done. But it is about orientating and striving to be creative with bad feelings because the problem of life is that it involves a lot of bad feelings so we want kids to learn what to do with difficult feelings bad feelings and how to actually to use your word how to be creative with difficult feelings it is possible and it's a wonderful gift to impart
0: i think it starts with 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 me doesn't it with us being creative ourselves just to finish off, I reminds me of a story I was watching some sports a while ago, and silly as it sounds, I was getting um pretty upset with the team that I was supporting and A little voice from the corner um, says, "Dad, uh, you remember it 's just a game <laughs> and it was a wonderful reminder i'm i 'm grateful that those words I had spoken to to Caleb myself at one point, you know, and here I was. Uh, you know, for for him and his his games that he plays actually at school, uh, I'd it said it's just a game, and he was now repeating that value back to me. So I think family can be a wonderful thing. Not not always, um, you know, your ego gets smacked a little bit, which is which is actually a good thing sometimes.
1: Yes, doesn't it just? And uh, you know, you sort of think, hang on a minute, this only goes one way. All right, I'm doing the directing, not not the other way around. So it certainly does keep us humble. And I think, I think you're right. I mean, I think, I think it does open us up to different ways, new ways of loving one another. Sure, Rob. Thanks again. Thank you for this. It's, it's wonderful to talk and to
0: reflect, as you just spoke about. I continue to find this so helpful. I hope everyone listening is doing the same. And uh, thank you for joining us.